What in the world has been going on with Bellator Christie? We'll find out today on this edition of the Bellator Christie Podcast. You are listening to the Bellator Christie Podcast, brought to you by bellatorchristie.com. Now join your host, Brian Chilton, as we enter the arena of ideas. Well, this is take two. See how this works here. Um, taking up the sword of Christian theology and the shield of classic apologetics while taking Christian truth into the arena of ideas, this is the Bellator Christie Podcast. Uh, and like I said, this is uh, take two. Uh, I tried to um, record this earlier, and unfortunately, the recording volume was way too high uh, when I recorded it, and... Um, so anyhow, it was. Uh, I don't know that you would have been able to hear much other than a roar <laughs> whenever uh, the podcast was published. But anyhow, I'm going to try to make this very brief. Uh, I wanted to cut a uh, short pro- podcast for you today to explain to you some of the things that's been going on with uh, BellatorChristie.com and the Bellator Christie podcast. Um, I'm sure you have noticed that we've been having a lot of flashback editions over the course of the summer. And... Um, we have uh, also, I've, I just really haven't been able, been recording many live podcasts or uh, new podcasts over the course of the summer. Of course, I ne- announced earlier that I was going to uh, take the summer off, and uh, I basically have, but there was a reason behind that, and uh, and that is that there is, we're in the midst of a transition. Uh, we will be here in a couple of weeks uh, on August 12th. Uh, we will uh, th- that will be our last my last Sunday at uh, Huntsville Baptist Church. Uh, we are leaving Huntsville Baptist Church to go to Westfield Baptist Church in Pilot Mountain, North Carolina, close to the Mount Airy area. If you're uh, familiar with the Andy Griffith show, it's the same Mount Pilot and Mayberry uh, Mount Airy that is associated with the Andy Griffith show. Uh, so this has been something that the the Lord has opened the doors. Uh, the Lord has opened the doors for us to make this transition, and so um, we, we've prayerfully considered this, and it seems to be a good fit, seems to get, be a good move, and so we are um, prayerfully anticipating the transition that's going to happen here in a few weeks, and uh, this will require a move as well. We will be moving up to Pilot Mountain, and I would be lying if I told you that uh, that, that there's that there's not at least some anxiety in this. Um, anytime you have a major move or anything like that, there's always a bit of anxiety. <clears throat> We've been uh, living here in this area for uh, about about 16, 15, 16 years, I think it's been. My son grew up here, so this is a big major transition for him. Um, personally, I'm from that area. I'm, I'm actually going back home, you know, 
but uh, my wife um, she hasn't uh, lived anywhere except for for this area so this is going to be a major transition for her a major transition for my son a major transition for all of us and um, obviously it's a major transition for the churches as well so um, I just want to let you know what's been going on get kind of give you an update uh, on this issue let you know what's taking place and hopefully by mid to late August uh, we'll be back on regular schedule as far as uh, podcasting and the articles are concerned so um, I'm looking maybe at August uh, somewhere around August 19th somewhere along in that area uh, that being the date and time where um, hopefully uh, we'll be able to start uh, producing regular podcasts once once again and so um, that'll be late August coming up here in a few weeks but um, in the midst of all of this, I do want, want to ask your prayers to, for not only us, but um, for you to be in prayer for the, for the churches as well. Uh, this is going to be a transition for Huntsville. They'll be uh, formulating their pastor search committee, looking to uh, the next person to fulfill the uh, fill the pulpit, and be much in prayer for whoever that may be. And for the church itself, uh, we will also be looking to um, move on to Westfield, and there will be a transition there for us and transition for them. So be sure to keep them in your prayers as well. So looking forward to, to a, a wonderful ministry up there um, at Westfield. Hopefully we might bring on the associate pastor. They have a wonderful associate pastor, a student at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, Wes McGarry. So we may have him on from time to time. And as we discuss the issues that matter, talking about theology and apologetics. And um, so I wanted to, to, to just give you an update on what's taking place there. Also in the midst of this, I want to um, give a, just a very brief devotional about uh, something I've learned through this entire process. Um, early earlier on, early on I, I've been at Huntsville for, for about five years, and the church has been really good to me. People have been very good to me. And this, this transition is the way it's supposed to be. It's a good transition. It's not come by any strife or any problems or anything of the sort. And... Um, but, you know, earlier in, after I finished my Master of Divinity degree, after, you know, um, the, the, the church was in transition, you know, I was, I was putting out resumes at that time, wondering, you know, because you hear about all these people, you know, pastoring these big churches, I was thinking, well, maybe I need to find a big church during that time, you know, or something, you know. But it's, it's interesting because nothing came about whenever I was desiring to make a transition. It wasn't until God desired to make a transition that something happened. And interestingly, this this came at a time where I really wasn't looking. Uh, the chairman of the pastor search committee up at Westfield contacted me and, and said that we believe that God is calling you to be our next senior pastor. And I told him, I said, well, I really, I'm really not looking for transition or anything like that, but if you feel that strongly about it, I'll be willing to consider it and we'll talk talk and see what the lord's will is and so i did we we met together and the, and the um, meetings went really well and in fact at every stage of our meetings at every point at every juncture i would pray lord if this is not your will close the doors and not only did the doors not close they actually opened wider and wider and um 
we had some we had some good meetings, some some good heartfelt meetings talking about some very serious issues, and and we came into what appeared to be agreement on these issues, and so the door kept opening wider and wider, and so we went up there. Uh, I think it was the second Sunday in July to preach at a special conference up there, and I left the meetings saying to the Lord, Lord, I'm not going to accept this position if it's less than 90%, less than 90% vote. Well, it was, it was over, well, over a 90% vote. And so that was the final, <laughs> uh, the, the, the final um, verification that I needed that the Lord was behind this, this transition. So we are... Um, Again, like I said, there's a lot of anxiety that comes with this. Uh, when, when you're talking about moving, uh, when you're talking about relocating, there's always anxiety involved with this. But there's one thing I've learned about this, is that when God's timing is right, when God's direction is in something, it's right. And I would say to you, maybe some of you are listening to the podcast today and you're looking for a transition. Maybe you're looking to uh, do something different. Maybe maybe you're looking for a change in a job or change in a, whatever it may be. Um, and you and maybe you're trying to really force the issue. But I want to I want to encourage you by saying, wait on God's timing, because when God's timing is there, it'll be good. I want to read a couple of passages of scripture to you. It says, and, and coming from the book of Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 9 says, A person's heart plans his ways, but the Lord determines his steps. The word for plans in Proverbs usually involves wicked schemes, but here it indicates good strategies or tactics, or thinking deeply about something. Good plans can only be established by the sovereign Lord, is what he's saying. And here you see the, the juncture, the, the, the collaboration between human freedom, human responsibility, and divine sovereignty. We plan our steps, but the Lord determines the ways. So we see that it's not uh, human responsibility or divine sovereignty. It's both and. In fact, the verse goes on in... Um, the chapter goes on, verse 33 says, The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Now, I like the New Living Translation's version of that verse. It says, We may cast the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. And that's very accurate. The lot was a stone that the ancient Israelites used to make decisions the same way that we may roll dice or flip a coin. The lap was a fold or pocket in one's garment. Perhaps the lot was dropped into the pocket for storage, or it was shaken in the pocket, pocket, or else the pocket area was where the lot was revealed, uh, was revealed for its decision. But basically, what he's saying there is that we may make plans, we may uh, try to decide, we may even throw dice to see what we should do, but the Lord determines how they fall. And isn't that a beautiful concept if we understand it correctly? That we do our part, but God is ultimately in control. He is sovereign. And so when His timing is right, when His timing is there, then it'll be perfectly. And folks, I want to tell you, I've learned this by experience. If, if I try to do something merely because of something I want to do, I'm going to mess up. But if I do something according to the will of the Lord, then it's going to be right. And I was reading just this past week... Uh, I've been reading through a book on apologetic methodologies, 
and and was talking about the Holy Spirit. One of the one of the things that's been discussed is the Holy Spirit, and his in his work and his in uh, invol- involvement in the work of evangelism and apologetics. And one guy was talking about how um, he had seen people who really earnestly believed that the Lord was leading them to do something, and it turned out to be a failure. And then he would say, well, then it was obviously that the Spirit of God wasn't leading them. Well, I want to give two comments to that. One, one is this. Sometimes we misunderstand the Spirit of God. Because we may want to do something, and it may not be God's will. We may force an issue and say that it's God's will, but when it's really not. So we have to be careful not to make the Lord's will our own opinions. Or, Or in other words, thinking that something's the Lord's will when it's just simply something that we want to do or something that is maybe our opinion. Something that we're trying to force, but God may not be in it. If God's not in it, it won't, it won't be successful. But then again, also, the Holy Spirit may lead in situations where the end result may not be what you think it is. For instance, I've been preaching a series through the book of Acts, and I noticed that Paul was being led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was leading Paul to go to Jerusalem. But he let Paul know that Jerusalem was going to be a tough experience. He was going to be bound up. He was going to be chained. He was going to be imprisoned. And that's exactly what happened in Jerusalem. In fact, there were some people who were warning Paul not to go to Jerusalem. But he went anyway. Why? Because it was the Lord's will. We have this notion of thinking that that if the Lord's will is in something, that it's always going to be a certain way. But again, we can't base that upon our opinions. We can't base that upon what we want. We have to base it upon what God wants. Because God says in the book of Isaiah, My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Ezekiel was a success, even though many people didn't hear him. Isaiah was a success, even though many people did not respond to his message. Jeremiah was a success, even though many people turned away from his message. Success, in God's eyes, is not brought about by numbers, necessarily, but by obedience and faithfulness. So I just want to simply say to you, and I want to encourage you today, don't seek your will, seek God's. And when God is in something, it's going to work out according to His will. And there will be something good that comes out of it. For Paul, whenever he was, even when he was imprisoned, there were people who heard the gospel that otherwise would not have heard the gospel. For many others, uh, for the prophets, they were successful. Many per- people heard the warnings of God where they would not have otherwise. No matter what happens in life, seek God's will and not your own. And if God's will is in it, then it will be good. So be sure to keep Huntsville, Westfield, myself and my family, as well as Abilator Christi Ministries in your prayers during this time of transition. And we will hope to see you back here uh, maybe in a few weeks. We may have a few podcasts, uh, a few live podcasts before the regular scheduled podcasts or come back on uh, sometime in late uh, late August. So and again, remember everyone involved in this transition and be sure to seek God's will in your life and not your own. Be sure to keep us in your prayers 
and, and we just want to say may God bless. Because, and this is Brian Chilton. You've been listening to the Beltor Christie Podcast. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of BellatorChristi.com or its affiliates. The Bellator Christi Podcast is a production of BellatorChristi.com and is protected under Creative Commons copyright. All rights reserved. The theme song is Crucified, written by John and Kayla Lemonese, performed by Crosby Lane, and produced by Mansion Entertainment. Be sure to visit bellatorchristi.com and subscribe so that you can receive all the articles and podcasts in your inbox for free. Catch us on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. For Brian Chilton, this is Burl Childers saying God bless, and we'll see you the next time as we enter into the arena of ideas. Crucified.